SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We have arrived. A day that deserves to be a national holiday. The best day in sports all year long. The opening day, a Thursday, at the round of 64 at the NCAA tournament. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the morning after on Sports Grid on this wonderful Thursday, Sirius XM Channel 159, the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM and all across the Sports Grid Network. I am Ben Stevens. And then there were 64. The first four is done, and we arrive at the round of 64 for the 2022 Big Dance. Action gets started in three hours from now all over the country for about 12 hours' time. A full bracket breakdown and everything, I mean everything, that you need to know. Futures perspective, regional roundups, and single-game profitability right here on the morning after. And it ended last night in Dayton, Ohio, in a wild way. We will break down the double overtime thriller between Rutgers and Notre Dame. That sets us up for what we hope will be two and a half weeks of straight madness but it's madness around the sports landscape right now we begin here on this thursday tma bring you the biggest headlines from across the world of sports because in major league baseball right now as we ramp up for april 7th and opening day and as spring training is now underway huge free agent moves capped off by maybe the biggest of them all late last night as we were ending things in dayton ohio the los angeles dodgers and freddie freeman steal a bit of that shine the Dodgers going out and getting the first baseman from the Atlanta Braves for a huge huge deal Freddie Freeman will now wear a different shade of blue out in Los Angeles in his native Southern California a deal worth I think 162 million dollars now the Dodgers were the favorites on the FanDuel Sportsbook to win the World Series prior to this move to get Freddie Freeman the odds are currently off the board as I can see them but a Dodgers price at six to one, four dollars ahead of the second shortest odds of the Houston Astros at ten to one. I'm sure has even gotten shorter. There you see the odds right there. The Dodgers, a substantial favorite to win the upcoming World Series in the year 2022. Think about that lineup right now in Los Angeles. Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman in to the mix as well. Corey Seager went healthy, although I believe he's a Texas Ranger now. So much is happening in Major League Baseball. All part of crazy headlines and crazy signings we saw in a free agency frenzy yesterday. Freddie Freeman, the biggest of them. More Major League Baseball details for you later on in our second hour. But it's not just MLB free agency right now. The NFL free agency market is also going berserk. And one of the biggest defensive names in this free agent pool is also headed to a favorite, the favorite, to win the Super Bowl in 2022. Super Bowl 57, it seems right now, according to the odds, runs through Buffalo, New York, because nobody quite circles those wagons like the Buffalo Bills, adding Vaughn Miller to the troops and a part of that defensive unit. A huge deal for Vaughn Miller as well that set NFL Twitter ablaze yesterday. Vaughn Miller going to the Bills. The Bills were already 
the Super Bowl favorite on the FanDuel Sportsbook entering the day. That price has even grown shorter. Buffalo plus 650 now to win Super Bowl 57 in Glendale, Arizona. A welcome to our Sports Grid Radio audience here. A Thursday that is truly, truly the best. The first day, the opening day of the round of 64 at the NCAA tournament. The madness officially underway and continues over the course of the next two and a half weeks. Sirius XM channel 159, all of our terrestrial radio affiliates as well. Welcome to the mix here on the morning after. I am Ben Stevens. But it's not just madness in college basketball for the big dance. It's also madness in the free agency circles, both in Major League Baseball. Freddie Freeman inking a huge monster deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers, and Von Miller goes to the Super Bowl favorites, the Buffalo Bills. He won a Super Bowl last year with the LA Rams. There was an idea he might want to run it back with Los Angeles, or maybe go back to his native home, at least in NFL terms, the Denver Broncos. But then Von Miller shocks all of the NFL and signs with the Buffalo Bills on a huge, huge deal for Von, guaranteed upwards of $40 million. So Von Miller joins the Buffalo Bills, who were the favorites entering yesterday to win the Super Bowl at 7-1. to After that deal, 50 cents shaved off that price. Buffalo plus 650, a dollar ahead of the Bucks, who have the second best odds at plus 750. And as you look at the AFC Championship market, no surprise, Buffalo's number also getting shorter there. Think about how grueling a conference will be in the AFC this year. But Buffalo, the short favorite now at plus 360, plus 380. Yesterday, 20 cents off that number, now nearly a dollar ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs. The AFC is going to be bonkers. As we start our 2022 NFL season preview, it's pretty easy to understand. You have the AFC over here, all good. The NFC on the other side, well, the Packers and the Bucks are there, but who else behind them at the moment will fill out that depth in the conference because it is an absolute gauntlet on the other side of things in the AFC. The Bills, the favorites at plus 360. The Chiefs, who have hosted an AFC title game for four straight years, the second best odds at plus 450. Teams from their own division, the Denver Broncos introducing Russell Wilson yesterday. The LA Chargers making substantial moves defensively in free agency as well. Let's not forget the team that won the AFC last year and appeared in a Super Bowl for the first time in a very long time, the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, and a healthy Lamar Jackson might just make everything all that much more confusing. Madness indeed. The NCAA Tournament next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We are here on the precipice of the beginning of the round of 64 for the NCAA tournament in the calendar year 2022. And we get you ready for everything you need to know. Every spread, every total, every region, every matchup, everything here on a Thursday on the morning after on Sports Grid and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. All college basketball season long, you have been here with us I hope way back in the middle of December, we would let you know the trends that would necessitate your handicapping for the rest of the year. We did that in one place, in one place only. And on this Thursday, on the opening day of the round of 64 of the big dance, 
It's the best place in the world to be. That would be known as the zone. In the field of 68 that once was has now been cut down to the official field of 64. First four action coming to a close last night in Dayton, Ohio. And what a thrilling ending we had. A double overtime game between Rutgers and Notre Dame. In that second extra session, it's Notre Dame in a Paul Atkinson Jr. follow-up bucket in the closing seconds that pushes the Fighting Irish on to the round of 64 in a matchup against Alabama. It happened after midnight Eastern time. The luck of the Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Notre Dame moving past Rutgers 89-87. The flip happened prior to the game. Rutgers a one-point underdog flip to a one-point favorite. The Scarlet Knights lose outright. The total got steamed up to 134 and a half. It went over that in regulation, certainly over by the time we got to a second over time. Paul Atkinson Jr., who scored the game-winning bucket 26 points to lead Notre Dame 13 of 15 from the floor it was as good of a first four game as you could ever hope for we hope it is a small appetizer yes an appetizer for all of the madness we will have in this month of March on the other side for Rutgers the Big Ten defensive player of the year Caleb McConnell in his hometown of Dayton Ohio a season high 23 points, 11 boards. Ron Harper Jr. added in some late game uh, heroics once again and 22 points, but came up just short for Rutgers. Now Notre Dame, who has played nine straight overs, five and one against the number in their last six games as an underdog, and they have won outright in four of those five covers, will be an underdog once again against Alabama tomorrow in San Diego. A short turnaround for the Fighting Irish after a double OT thriller. Four points in favor of the Tide in that round of 64 game against Notre Dame. Again, the Fighting Irish, 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six, booked as an underdog. Four of those five covers, outright wins for Mike Bray and company. And as the head coach of Notre Dame men's basketball would say, happy St. Patrick's Day, baby! That's why we're wearing our green right here on the morning after on this Thursday. The first of the first four games yesterday on a Wednesday evening in Dayton, Ohio, a matchup of 16 seeds in the South region. And what a fast-paced game that was. Wright State moves past Bryant, advances to take on Arizona 93-82. It was a total of 154 and a hook that stood absolutely zero chance, especially when Tanner Holden for Wright State adds 37 points. Peter Kiss, the nation's leading scorer, averaging more than 25 points per game for Bryant entering, not exactly his most efficient game, but did end with 28 points. Wright State covers as a three-point favorite. They have won six straight games. They have covered in four straight games, five of their last six and over in seven of their last nine. They scored 93 points last night, the second highest total for Wright State all year. They will need all that offense and more as a 21-and-a-half-point underdog against the number one seed in the South region, the Arizona Wildcats. The total for that game, by the way, 155-and-a-half. We can examine that total and learn from it because pace is a huge indicator of an over or an under. Arizona, the fifth most efficient offense in the entire country, according to Kenneth Pomeroy, with the eighth fastest adjusted tempo. Wright State, a fast tempo as well inside that top 100. Ergo, a total of one. 55 and a half so the first four is done the round of 64 starts 12 15 p.m eastern time michigan 
in Colorado State. Plenty of updates from that game later on in this show. But a big topic of conversation today will be finding that Cinderella. Who is going to win the wear the glass slipper and be a double-digit seed that pulls off one, maybe two, maybe three upsets in the big dance? And the trendy underdog in the past has been that number five seed versus a number 12 seed in that 5-12 matchup. Well, this year, that trendy upset pick might be a four getting upset by a 13. So we examine those lines right now. The four number four seed versus number 13 seeded matchups. And we start at the top. UCLA by far the largest favorite. A 13 and a half point favorite against Akron out of the East region. And that game takes place later on this Thursday. Illinois an eight point favorite against Chattanooga. That game is tomorrow. Arkansas only a five point favorite against Vermont. That line opened at six in favor of the Hogs. Now down to just five. And a historic spread for Providence in South Dakota State. The four versus 13 seeded matchup in that Midwest region. Providence is only favored by two points. Providence has deserved, or they, not deserved, but has earned zero respect from the bookmakers all year long. That two-point spread in favor of the Friars is the shortest spread we have seen in the history of the NCAA tournament for a four versus 13 matchup what does that tell us that tells us that everybody and their mother expects the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State to win this game not just cover a short two-point spread but win this game outright so let's look at the trends for this game specifically before we go big picture on those number four seeds to paint a bigger picture for the NCAA tournament now Providence a two-point favorite as we mentioned with an over under that has dropped to 147 and a half. This is the most public dog in the entire world. My friends in group chats have been texting me all week saying you're looking for an upset special? Look no further than number 13, South Dakota State, who they could not even name where they play or their mascot over Providence. The lack of respect for the Friars in the sportsbook realm has continued. Why? Because everybody thinks Providence is a lucky team. They continue to win close games, and at a certain point, that needs to balance out, right? It's variance. It will come back down to earth and hurt the Friars. Maybe it's not luck. Maybe it's battle-tested basketball. Maybe it's a good, experienced team under Ed Cooley that won the first Big East regular season title in program history. Now, Providence, 17-13 and 13 against the number this year. As a favorite, though, just 9-11 and 11 ATS, only covering twice in their last six games as a favorite. The Jackrabbits out of the Summit League, a perfect 21-0 campaign throughout the Summit League tournament, a tourney title for South Dakota State, and they were favored in every game. 12-8-1 against the number. But here's the thing you need to know about South Dakota State. The last time the Jackrabbits were booked as an underdog, December 15th, against Missouri State, a three-and-a-half-point underdog against that team from the Missouri Valley Conference, and they did not cover as a three-and-a-half-point dog, losing by 12 points. In step-up of competition for South Dakota State this year, just one and two against the spread as a dog. They beat Washington State outright. They lost by 16 to Alabama, did not cover as a 12-and-a-half-point dog, and lost outright as a six-and-a-half-point favorite against Washington. They are the 12th most efficient offense in the country. They have gone under in six of their last nine games. We will look at the total for that game and what the movement means. But again, let's look at how things set up for number four seeds because this might be the new upset special. In the last three NCAA tournaments, five 
Number 13 seeds have upset a four seed. And this is the picture perspective for four seeds to make the Sweet 16. UCLA, you'll notice there, a 13 and a half point favorite and the only team out of the four seeds in the bracket in minus money favored to make the Sweet 16. Illinois is plus 142. Arkansas is plus 144. And that price on the Friars is long, plus 390. Illinois, only an eight-point favorite against Chattanooga. Arkansas, on upset alert, a five-point favorite against Vermont. And again, the shortest spread we have ever seen in the history of the big dance for a 4-13 matchup. Providence favored by two against South Dakota State. Plenty more from around the madness. A regional roundup up next on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The brackets have been filled. The field of 68 is certainly underway, and we get started in the big dance officially in the round of 64 on this Thursday all across the country, and we set you up for success, we hope, right here on the morning after on Sports Grid and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens, and before we dive into individual matchups on this Thursday and what to keep an eye on across the round of 64 we go big picture one final time. Yesterday on the show, we did our regional roundup with Joe Ranieri looking at the East region, probably the hardest in the entire bracket in the Midwest, might be the most up in the air or the easiest path for some to an NCAA tournament Final Four. Today, we look at the South and the West that features the two best odds to win the national title. That would be Gonzaga, the number one overall seed out of the West, and the number one seed in that South region, the Arizona Wildcats. And if you want to pair those two teams together, well, you can right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The two top seeds in the entire field of 64 now versus that field. Gonzaga and Arizona, one of those two teams cutting down the nets in New Orleans as a national champion, plus 150 versus the field, which is the favored side, at minus 220. Do you have strong enough faith and Gonzaga, who to win the national championship by themselves, is plus 270. Over $3 in front of the second shortest odds on the Arizona Wildcats at plus 600. Let's dive into that South region. In the path for Arizona to make a run to the Final Four in New Orleans, to have an opportunity to win a national championship in the 2022 Men's Basketball NCAA Tournament. Arizona is the favorite right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook to win the South region as the number one seed, plus 145, substantially ahead of that two seed in the South, Villanova at plus 490. Tennessee is that three seed. They are five to one. Houston is the five seed at plus 550. And then you have the Illini out of Illinois, that four seed, 10 to one. Michigan, 25 to one. Michigan begins all of the action on this Thursday in the entire tournament but in the South region as well as a one-point favorite now against Colorado State. So diving further into that South region, you can see it right there, how the bracket lays out for Arizona. But let's go one step further. How would Arizona get there? What would the path 
look like. Of course, Arizona, a 21-and-a-half-point favorite now against the team that won the first game in the first four yesterday in Dayton in Wright State. Then they would have to go past that 8-9 matchup in the South between Seton Hall and TCU. That game is an even money line pick em at the moment. I like the Horned Frogs for what it is worth. But then let's compare Arizona's path to an Elite Eight and then into the Final Four based on the odds to reach that South Regional Final. That's what the Elite Eight is, right? That's the fancy name for it. But the South Regional Final or any regional final is that battle for the Elite Eight to send that one team into the Final Four from that particular portion and region of the bracket. Now, Arizona is favored to make the Elite Eight, minus 134. That means that Arizona should win its first round game. Of course, a 21.5 point favorite should knock off either Seton Hall or TCU. And then you saw Houston there. Houston, a tough one against UAB in that 5-12 matchup. Illinois, only an eight-point favorite against Chattanooga, but will beat probably one of those two teams, Houston or Illinois, on its path to the Elite Eight. That's why the Wildcats are favored to do so in minus money at minus 134. Now, Villanova is the two seed, but they are plus 182. Tennessee is the three seed at plus 132. 54. The Vols, a shorter price than that of the Villanova Wildcats to reach the Elite Eight. So if you go based on the odds, you could say the presumptive South Regional Final in the Elite Eight would feature Arizona versus Tennessee. That's how my bracket looks right now before I even checked on these odds. Tennessee remains one of the hottest teams in the country. The winners of the SEC tournament title, the Vols have won seven straight games entering the big dance that's why their odds no not only just at plus 154 to reach the elite eight but in the national title market as well have grown shorter and shorter so that is the south region arizona the number one seed in the south favored to win it plus 145 minus money to reach that south regional final in the elite eight at minus 134. Arizona is on that one line, but the second number one seed in the entire field of 64. The number one overall seed hails from the West region. That would be the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Gonzaga right now is the national championship favorite at plus 270. That's a very short number on the Zags. It has been a short number on Mark Few's team all year long. They were the preseason favorites at plus 650. They were the favorites throughout the course of the college basketball regular season. And prior to Selection Sunday, still the favorites at plus 380. But since that time, when the bracket was revealed late on Sunday night, the odds for Gonzaga to cut down the nets as a national title winner have only grown shorter. Plus 380 to right after the bracket was revealed, and we could see the path for Gonzaga to have that opportunity down by 80 cents to plus 300 now plus 270 by themselves plus 270 for Gonzaga to win a national championship over three dollars ahead of where Arizona is with that second price at plus 600 and Gonzaga is favored in pretty much every spot throughout the board when you look at the sweet 16 odds a drastically minus money price on the Zags at minus 650 the elite eight Gonzaga to reach the West Regional Final, minus 300. For Gonzaga to get to the Final Four, minus 150. And again, that short price to win the national title at plus 270. So who is Gonzaga's competition, right? As we go to the West Region, who could keep the Zags from that promised land 
of reaching the Final Four, to have an opportunity to get back to its second straight national championship, trying to win the first national title in program history. We dive into those West regional odds right now. Gonzaga, minus 150. Gonzaga, for quite some time, folks, on the FanDuel Sportsbook, over the last three weeks or a month, have been in minus money to reach the Final Four. So not shocking to see that minus 150 price to get out of the West region. It's deserved, but it's not a price I would pay for something we call March Madness and that much minus money for any team, even the number one overall seed, to make the Final Four. Duke is the two seed in the West region, plus 440. A drop-off to that three seed over $2 to Texas Tech at plus 650. And then look at the drop-off from the Red Raiders as the number three seed to UConn, who is the number five seed at 18 to 1. Pretty much what these odds are stating to you right there, rather plainly, is that it will be a battle of Gonzaga versus whoever gets out out of the bottom half of the West region. Will it be Duke? Will it be Texas Tech? Over $2 separate the Blue Devils and the Red Raiders right now, and that would go to show, in my opinion, we're talking about a three-and-a-half, four-point spread if those two teams were to meet in the Sweet 16. For my money, yet again, I have told you this before, Personally, I have a ticket on Texas Tech at plus 550 to reach the Final Four. It's something I believe the most efficient defense in the country, according to Ken Palm, can do. The offense has lagged behind for Mark Adams and the Red Raiders, 65th most efficient in the country. But I do believe there is a chance that Texas Tech's defense could stifle both Duke and maybe even Gonzaga by the time we get to the West Regional Final. But it's not nearly that simple for Gonzaga. It's not an automatic berth into the Elite Eight, even though the odds would indicate it is at minus 300. That 8-9 matchup in the West that is happening today is something to keep an eye on. Memphis and Boise State. Let's look at those odds right now in the West region for Memphis and Boise State because the Tigers are a three-point favorite. The Tigers are technically the higher seed as a number nine seed over that eight seed in Boise State, hailing from the very good Mountain West Conference, who the Broncos are getting three points. Now, Memphis enters the big dance, playing by far its best basketball of the year. A top 10 team in the preseason was Memphis. With all the hype in the world, Jalen Duran, the outstanding freshman, with Amani Bates, another one-and-done type rising talent. Well, Amani's no longer a part of Penny Hardaway's roster. It's been Jalen Duran and a cast of characters that have helped Memphis get to the big dance, responding from some early struggles in the non-conference slate and has allowed the Tigers to win 12 of their final 14 games. Memphis has covered in 10 of their last 12 games. They have had a double-digit victory in eight of those 12 wins. They get a tough test, though, in Boise State, the 17th most efficient defense in the country who plays at a very slow tempo, a bottom 50 slowest tempo, 52nd to be exact, 307th out of 358 college basketball teams that play Division I men's hoops. Memphis on the other side, the 34th fastest tempo. So we can correlate that to the total, which stands with an over-under at one 34. That game, 1.45 p.m. Eastern time between Memphis and Boise State out of the West region. We mentioned Gonzaga. Should also pay attention to that spread on the number one overall seed, the Zags, a 22-and-a-half-point favorite against Georgia State. Georgia State is the champion out of the Sun Belt. Many people felt Georgia State did not deserve to be a number 16 seed. They could have been a 14 seed, a 15 seed even. And that line opened 
on Sunday night in favor of the Zags by 25 and a half points. It is all the way down now to 22 and a half. Georgia State has played great basketball at the end of their campaign. And if you're looking maybe for some value on Georgia State, maybe you look to that first half spread. It's an area that I would look for a lot of the number one seeds versus a number 16 seed. Talent will win the day for Gonzaga. They are not losing this game. They probably will win it by at least double digits but if you want to go to a first half number that first half spread right now in Gonzaga's favor at 12 and a half points we dive even deeper into the round of 64 up next on TMA sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com The best sports day of the year, right here, right now, on the morning after on Sports Grid in Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. This smile that you see right here will not leave my face for the next two and a half weeks. The madness, all of it, is officially underway today. The round of 64 begins in just over two and a half hours from right now. Michigan, Colorado State, the Wolverines just a one-point favorite against the Rams hailing from the Mountain West. We'll give you why that's only a one-point spread and everything that you need to know. And right here, right now, we're going to have some fun because the NCAA tournament gives you opportunities for single-game profitability. It's not just about your bracket. Sure, we all want the perfect bracket. We want to pick that Cinderella that makes the Sweet 16 run. We want to make sure our Elite Eight and Final Four is intact at least hopefully after the first weekend of play in the big dance. And we all want to pick the team to cut down the nets as a national champion. But do not forget single game profitability. And that could mean picking an underdog that you've loved all year that might cover a spread but does not advance to the next round. That is big here in the month of March. So that's how we're going to conceptualize things here on the first Thursday of the 2022 men's basketball NC. AA tournament because there are a plethora of options available for you that really aren't there throughout most of the college basketball season through most of the season we have a spread and a total maybe a couple of first half numbers maybe a second half number here and there but there are player props up there are future bets that you can make you can go through the south region the west region the midwest the east we did that just a couple of moments ago so for us right now on this thursday we unveil the triple threat. My favorite team, as in a team I expect to cover a number, my favorite total, and a player I am certainly targeting to see if those prompts become available. On the New Jersey FanDuel Sportsbook site right now, plenty of player props for the marquee matchups on this Thursday. But we begin with a team and an underdog in that 13-4 matchup we just detailed a couple of segments ago. Out of the West region, the number 13 seed, Vermont getting five points from the number four seed in Arkansas. Now listen, I loved Arkansas with all my heart throughout the SEC schedule this year. They were absolutely incredible, covering numbers. At a time, they had won 14 of 16 games, covering in 12 of those 14 wins. They were profitable to the nth degree throughout the SEC slate. It hurts me that I'm going to pick against them here on this Thursday, that I'm going to go away and hop off 
the must bust because I look at this Vermont team getting five points against Arkansas and I still love the value on the Catamounts, the champions out of the America East. When this came out, when the bracket was revealed on Sunday night, Arkansas opened as a six-point favorite. It's a draw that I saw and looked right at that first-round matchup and said, ooh, let's monitor that line. It has dropped and worked in favor of Vermont, now just five points in favor of Arkansas. So when you talk about a double-digit seed potentially making a run in the big dance, you have to look at how dominant they were in their mid-major conference. And what do they do when they step up in competition? Because there might be a small sample size in their non-conference slate. So let's go look at some of the metrics and the trends backing up the Vermont Catamounts and why I feel they can cover a five-point spread against Arkansas today. Vermont won 22 of their final 23 games. Their only loss was by one point in overtime to Hartford a couple of weeks back. They were a 10.5-point favorite in that game. They did not cover, certainly, losing outright. But still, Vermont, 22 of their final 23 games, entering the NCAA tourney, all a win. They have the second-highest margin of victory in all of college basketball in conference play. Why is that important? Because when you're booked as a favorite in conference play, when you dominate against your conference foes, you are expected to win games. But are you living up to that expectation? Are you covering numbers? By the way, Vermont, 18 and 11 against the spread as a favorite this year. And are you winning substantially over maybe weaker competition that will not be a part of the NCAA tournament field of 68? In Vermont's case, the answer is yes. Their margin of victory in conference play in the America East, 19 and a half points per game that is the second highest margin of victory in conference action in all of college basketball trailing only who the number one overall seed in the 2022 big dance that would be Gonzaga who had a ridiculous 22 point margin of victory on average throughout WCC play but Vermont 19 and a half points per game I love the number on Vermont maybe to even make the sweet 16 at plus 710 in that West region because I think Vermont can present some challenges for this Arkansas team and I think Vermont would stack up pretty well against a presumptive UConn team who plays New Mexico State today and the Huskies right now are on a six and a half seven point favorite I think Vermont can cover a five point spread against Arkansas and again single game profitability I am not going to bet necessarily Vermont although I have filled them out in my bracket to reach the sweet 16 I am not necessarily going to bet Vermont to win on the money line, I'm going to take that plus five, take the points on the Catamounts today. Why single game profitability as opposed to my brackets? Betting is different, different than bracket. So even if Vermont does not advance and my bracket loses a couple of pegs on it and I don't get those points here for our sports grid bracket challenge, at least Vermont, if they cover a five point spread, brought me profits one final time, which they have been doing all year long, 18 and 11 against the number, as a favorite for the Vermont Catamounts and as an underdog as we go look at those trends on UVM. A couple of notes there as well for Vermont. If I can find it in my notes real quick, here it is, I believe. Yes, here are the numbers on Vermont. They won eight straight to get to the NCAA tournament. They covered in six of those, five of those six as a double-digit favorite. Only one and two against the number as an underdog this year, but they won outright against Northern Iowa. There are two losses against the number as an underdog against Maryland and against Providence. So that leads us very well into this discussion about the Friars. Now, Providence, as we mentioned, the shortest spread in history of a 14 versus three seed matchup in the field of 64. Providence is only a two 
six-point favorite against South Dakota State. But my focus here for the triple threat, as you saw earlier, is on that total. It opened at 149.5. It has dropped to 147 in a hook. What does that tell me? It tells me that I think we're getting some love in the marketplace for the Friars because this spread opened around three and a half, four points. It was the most public dog in the history of public dogs and came shooting down to South Dakota State, only getting two points now on that number. But it hasn't moved really since early Monday morning. And the fact the total has dropped tells me that the betting market is expecting this game to be a little bit slower paced, to be a little bit lower scoring. And if that is the case, I think that sets up very well for Providence to not only win, but potentially cover that two-point spread in their favor. A couple of key metrics that I pay attention to for that total that has dropped from 149.5 to an over-under now of 147 in a hook. The reason South Dakota State is getting so much love from the public is because of the impressive offensive numbers. And I'm not going to take anything away from the Jackrabbits, the 12th most efficient offense in the country. They averaged the second most points per game, the second highest scoring team in all of college basketball. Again, only behind Gonzaga with South Dakota State averaging 85 and a half points per game. But defensively, South Dakota State 220th in terms of that defensive efficiency metric, according to Ken Palm. This is the second lowest total at 147 and a half for South Dakota State this year. Yeah, I said that correctly. The second lowest total at 147 and a half. A 147 and a half over under by college hoop standards is lofty. It is up there. So this being the second lowest shows you where South Dakota State is generally booked and they've been a favorite in all of their conference games. And if they've been a favorite in all of their conference games, that means the pace of play and that over under is reflective of South Dakota State leading the charge. This is the second lowest total that has dropped by two points. Now for Providence, this is tied for their highest total of the year. Tied for the highest total for Providence at 147 in a hook. Again, the pace of play will dictate that number. And if it stays under 147 and a half, I believe Providence advances to the round of 32. I believe the Friars can cover that two-point number. I know somebody that also believes in the Providence Friars. That initially got me friared up here on the morning after is down in our production pit today. You know him as the best and most unique handicapper in the world of collegiate athletics. His name is Jack Weinberger, our associate producer here on the morning after. And Jack, I know you have many, many thoughts on this matchup between the Friars and the Jackrabbits. Ben, honored to be on. And where do I begin here? Everyone knows and loves me as Jack Weinberger with these amazing caps. And, you know, South right. Dakota State, they're the Jackrabbits. So how could I not take South Dakota State, right? But, Jack, you know, right, right. we've been friared up all year. I texted you right as this line came out. Providence minus mm. two. Keep the disrespect coming. Number one in luck, according to Ken Palm. I don't call it luck. I call it a team who can win close games in the end, who hits big shots in the end, yep. who, can, who gets big stops in the end, and who refuses to lose. They're old. They're experienced. They're gritty. They're not lucky. This is a good basketball team. And South Dakota State, way too public of a dog. Providence will win this game, and I think they win this game pretty big. I like them on the money line, cheap price. I like them minus two. We're fired up. Roll with the Friars. Jack, I absolutely love it. And I think you bring up a great point. Not only do the people love you because of your unique Jack Weinberger handicaps of the week and the fact that you are fading the Jack Rabbits as Jack 
Weinberger, I think, speaks volumes here to this game. You did text me immediately about South Dakota State opening up as a three-and-a-half-point dog, and it's sliding all the way down to two, and this being the shortest spread in the history of four versus 13 matchups, and I think you're on to something. I think South Dakota State is becoming way too public of an underdog. It has caused me to lean back to Providence, and the fact that the total has dropped now at 148 on the FanDuel Sportsbook lets me know that I think we're getting some money back on the Friars. And if that total stays under, I think you can correlate it to the spread. The Friars cover and they advance as a two-point favorite against South Dakota State. But we also showed you that triple threat. And if you're in New Jersey and maybe other sites around the country when it comes to betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook, there are a plethora of player props for you. Even if not, something to target as you look at these first round games in the round of 64 for the NCAA tournament. A player to know is Keegan Murray for the Iowa Hawkeyes. A first team All-American. The Big Ten Player of the Year. For some reason, or maybe Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis was the Big Ten Player of the Year. Anyway, Keegan Murray can absolutely ball. And his points prop today against Richmond in their opening game for the Hawkeyes as that five seed in the Midwest region is 20 four and a half Keegan Murray is the fourth leading scorer in the country averaging 23.6 points per game he only had 19 points under this number of 24 and a half versus Purdue in that Big Ten title tournament game in which Iowa won but in the six games prior to that Keegan Murray has scored at least 20 points including 32 points against Indiana in the semifinal He's also shot 52% or better in five of the six games in which he scored 20 or more points recently, and even including that 19-point performance against Purdue in the Big Ten tournament title game. Keegan Murray is averaging 24.9 points per game in his last seven for the Iowa Hawkeyes, and that points prop today, 24 and a half. The under has the juice but I think it could be an over. Iowa, a double-digit favorite against Richmond. Blowout theory could come into effect in that second half, but I expect a lot from Keegan Murray, not just today against the Spiders, but maybe on Iowa's final four run, plus 390 for the Hawkeyes to make the regional final. We come back more the morning after next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rounding out our number one of this Thursday right here on the morning after on Sports Grid and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. This is the end of our one. But then we bring you up until noon Eastern time. A very important time on this best sports day of the year. The round of the 64 tips off today in the NCAA tournament. The round of 64 and the madness ensues certainly today so as we get ready for the madness we want to hear from you about the number one overall seeds in this NCAA tournament we talk about Gonzaga Baylor Kansas and Arizona which one seed is going to lose first let's find out right now and fade the public 
Gonzaga is the number one overall seed in the big dance. They are in the West region. Arizona, a number one seed in the South. Kansas, the one seed in the Midwest. And Baylor, the one seed out of the East. And right now, the public is saying the Baylor Bears, the reigning national champs, Scott Drew's team, is in danger of being the first one seed to go down to bust a ton of brackets in the big dance. Nearly 51% of the public on this poll at SportsGrid on Twitter, as you can see, think Baylor is going to be the first one seed to lose in the NCAA tournament. Kansas, the second most selected choice. Baylor is in that East region. It is a daunting region. It is very, very difficult. The top four seeds in the East, Baylor is the one seed. Kentucky as the two. Purdue is the number three seed. And UCLA is that number four seed. UCLA in action today. A 13 and a half point favorite against Akron. St. Mary's the five seed in that region. Also in action today. Only a two and a half point favorite against Indiana. And Baylor, of course, in action as well. The shortest spread of all number one seeds in the big dance. The Bears, just a 20 and a half point favorite against Norfolk State. I said just 20 and a half, but you get the idea. Second hour of the morning after on this Thursday is up next on the other side of the break.